this is Nabila from Arts the Creator and we're currently doing the Fresh Blood podcast. I have with me Lee Shu Yu and Eugene Ko, who are both the um, uh, the writers, the performers for an upcoming show called The Utama Spaceship, which is uh, going to be on at the M1 Singapore Fringe Festival on 14, 14 and, and 15, 15 January. Um, hi Shu, hi Eugene. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Can we start by telling us what uh, your role in the production is? Okay, uh, Eugene and I are both the creators as well as the performers of the Utama Spaceship. Uh, we wrote the script, um, we are also acting in the, the performance itself. We so devised the sequence. We did the research behind it as well. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you guys did almost everything. The creative brains, a <laughs> yeah. bit of the production brains as well, but okay. yeah, that's cool. our role. Yeah. And you both are also part of Space Bar Theatre. Yes. yes. Uh, which some people might not know about, right? Indeed. So, can you introduce uh, what Space Bar Theatre is? Space Bar Theatre is... <laughs> uh, Space Bar Theatre is uh, a name that we like to call ourselves because um, we've been creating work for the past, I think, two years or three yes. years and we were like, hey, you know, like this is working, so mm-hmm. let's put a name to it and let's kind of hone our... Um, angle, our direction in terms mm. of the work that we are putting out. So yeah. um, we found a common thread, a, some sort of a thematic thread uh, through our three plays and we realised that uh, we like to look, work, look at intersections between technology and legends. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, our first production that we worked on together was called Kalakuta, The Time Puzzle and we looked at uh, how a, a nuclear devastation in a city yeah, and uh, we paralleled it to um, a myth in uh, a Hindu myth uh, where the god Shiva uh, drank the uh, drank the poison that was about to destroy all of creation. Okay. Yeah, so that is uh, that is our first starting point. Our next production was this is Emerald Girl, which was presented uh, at Center Forty Two, the Vault. Yeah, yeah and last year. Last year and the year before. <laughs> yes, and the year before. So the year before was Vault, and then yes. last year was Late Night Texting. Yes, uh, we looked at how um, the legendary text of uh, Emily of Emerald Hill uh, is, uh, fits very well with uh, 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 current social media uh, personalities. So we decided to merge those two together and see what we could come up with. Yeah. Yeah, and this is Emerald Girl is what we come up with. So I guess you could say that for Space Bar Theatre, the works came first and then we decided, hey, there's a common thread, there's a common identity, let's put that to the name, let's let's Mm. figure out a name, let's come up with a vision and let's do a show called The Utama Spaceship Mm. at the start of 2019. Yes. So yeah, that's how Space Bar Theatre came about (laughs) and also we are very interested in looking at new methods of creating work Mm. so maybe not just starting from a writerly point of view Mm. or starting from like a dialogue or a script Mm. but thinking about ways we can toss it up we can start with piecing things out in a dramaturgical fashion maybe almost starting from like musical scores yeah, in, in that what, sense I'm only confused so maybe yes. you can clarify right sure. <laughs> so I read that like the starting point was a, uh, like you wanted to create a performance score yes. or a performance from a score okay yes. which is interesting um, but then there's also this uh, comic that you both wrote yeah. <laughs> yes, yes so how does that come yeah. together so there's this comic that Shu created and yeah. it was a performance score and the title of the comic was? Imagine you are a spaceship. 
I drew that comic because I was in a uh, workshop session with Dr. Danella Han and she was doing this workshop to show us that, you know, performance can start from any point. It can start with a picture, it can start with words, just stray words. So a performance score can be anything that is not dialogue because then that becomes a script. So she uh, challenged us to devise a starting point and she said, use the everyday to inspire you. So I was thinking, um, what could be more different from the everyday, right? Mm. So I decided as a challenge to my fellow workshop participants to uh, imagine themselves as a spaceship. Mm. So I spaceship was hurtling into space at a great speed. And then it falls over. Okay. Very clumsily. As as humans do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, and then I showed this comic to Eugene and then he responded with his own image. And I saw this and I looked at it and said, okay, so imagine on this uh, distant planet, say um, the the sands were as white as cotton and Mm. then the door of the spaceship opens and out comes Sangyala Utama. Yeah. So those were the two images we had and we had those images in 2017, I believe. Yeah. Yes. And then we <laughs> let that simmer and then we did the work in... End of 2018 <laughs> and presented it in 2019. Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting starting points. Uh, and now, like, what is the Utama spaceship? I think the first starting point with the Utama spaceship is imagine how do you put outer space or the feeling of outer space in a black box where you're just held by the rules of gravity you're held by <laughs> bums on seats you know yeah how do you how, how do you do that and secondly what do you feel about having singaporeans in space mm. yeah yes and that is i think the first two questions that you simmer in your mind first yeah before you watch the Utama spaceship so i guess moving from the start of 2019 to the start of 2020 granted us a whole year's worth of time to explore what does it mean to be a Singaporean in space. Mm -hmm. So we actually uh, went on certain research trips, Mm -hmm. we actually conducted a couple of workshops to get these responses from people. So um, some of the research trips included going to Galaxy Community Centre in, in Admiralty. In Admiralty. Yeah. Is it the one with the observatory? Yes. yes. Oh, okay, okay. Andromeda yeah. Observatory. Yeah. Oh, it's very fun. Yeah? You should go. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 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 And what was that? What you and discovered it? I think, I, I think it's just that, just that feeling of having the second largest telescope in Singapore, but it's on top of a community centre. <laughs> you know? And it's like, sure, the largest telescope's in the science centre, you know? but it's that feeling of, yes, it's a ground up. It's a, it's a ground up thing. You have your every, average, everyday Singaporeans looking far, far into space. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was really inspirational. And we met someone at the observatory who was also uh, just popping by. And yeah, he was curious and he was with his friend. And we were like, hey, sir, um, just out of curiosity, would you go on a trip into space maybe for like 10 years? Mm-hmm. And who he asked that? Me. Oh, we, asked, we, asked, we asked him because <laughs> yeah. we were like, oh, what brings you here? You know? yeah. And he was like, looking at us thoughtfully for a while and he was like yeah I would go if there was a spa and a volleyball court <laughs> so you get a sense of like okay mm-hmm. some people have very different uh, understanding of like why they will go yeah. or why mm-hmm. they would stay yes. and um, so we took these questions with us to our workshops mm. where we asked the same questions. so during the workshop we were interested in um, uh, sharing with people and also understanding how they viewed the concept of Singaporeans in space mm. So for our workshop, we actually had, we, we talked a little bit about the first Singaporean who is aspiring to go to space, yes, Mr. Lim Singh. Of from GoSpace.sg. Okay. 
yeah. yeah. And yeah. we also uh, invited a couple of friends from astronomy.sg. So you can start to see like a tiering of these space enthusiasts. Yeah. The first is someone who's, who's expi aspiring to go there. The second one is a bunch of people looking up into space and thinking about space. Yeah. And then the third group, which is us, is we are imagining about like bringing space into a black box. Mm -hmm. So we asked our workshop participants <laughs> why they would go right. or mm -hmm. if they would go to outer space. To outer space. Mm. And some were like, I'm afraid of death, so oh. I won't go. Okay. Mm. Some said, I will go if I, have to, if I get to stay in the spaceship. Oh. And I don't have to go anywhere <laughs> else, sure, I'll go. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's quite interesting because um, I was thinking about the eclipse, the, yes. the one recently, right? Yes, yes, the, the annular, annular eclipse. eclipse. Yeah, the annular eclipse. Just the fact that so many people were engaged with it. And especially, I think, in Singapore where we tend to... Are closed off, yes. right, from yeah. like a lot of things outside, or we're very uh, focused yeah. on like what's happening in our country. So mm. to actually look outwards, yes. so rare. It's very rare, indeed. right? Yes. And yes. I thought that people were also kind of like united in this. I mean, to, it sounds a bit what, but to be united <laughs> in like a bigger thing suddenly <laughs> than ourselves. A, right? a, a thing that is way larger than ourselves, yeah. and I think that is something that Utama species is trying to capture as well. How do we? How do we reach out to something that is beyond the constant narrative of like we are small, we are yeah. vulnerable, we need to be protected, we need to look out for ourselves, you know, how yeah. do we how do we see ourselves as part of something, not only as a part of a global community, but part of a universal idea? Yeah. You know? Going back to kind of like the idea of legends yes. and like Sangnila Utama, hmm. um, but also the idea of like space space race or like mm. why people want to go to space. There's also the, uh, the idea of like colonialism, right? Yes. yes. Staking claim or staking, mm. uh, I don't know, space. Yeah. Um, so is that also an important part of the mm. show? When we first came up with the Utama spaceship, it wasn't really about colonization. Right. Yes. And I feel to some extent it still isn't. Yes. But our present is very informed by mm. the histories of colonization, yeah. the, the power dynamics, so that's unavoidable. Especially what we've learned over the past year in the bicentennial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and we spoke to uh, Dr. Felipe Severa mm. about like space, and, and he, he does oh, yeah. study about like planetary uh, performance and things like mm. that. So he was saying that every piece, every um, inquiry into space is about colonization, right. because the history of space is that they came up with narratives to justify the other yeah. mm -hmm. or to justify hostility against the other. Mm -hmm. So we were like, that's so interesting, but that mm -hmm. also puts us in a very um, difficult almost position because we thought we would be looking into space mm -hmm. uh, as space is, yeah. Yeah. but then we had so many other connotations that we had to deal with. Mm -hmm. And he also said that the idea of getting lost and getting found is very much a colonial narrative. Yeah. Like how like white tourists or backpackers, they want to find themselves in mm. Southeast Asia. Yeah. That's yeah. also a type of like neo-colonization, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so we've tried to um, rework our, uh, our performance so that it addresses some of these concerns, but it will not address everything. Mm. A lot of things are, give, are open-ended for the audience to kind of think about it as they, walk, as they walk out of the theatre. And it's already inherent in the title of the Utama spaceship, <laughs> the first spaceship, the main spaceship. Yeah. Um, it harkens, I mean firstly it harkens to that Kiasu 
like feeling of Singaporeans wanting to chop a seat yeah. on, on, on a distant planet. Yeah. But also mm-hmm. with that, it links to the idea of staking a claim and then it links to the idea of colonialism. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a circle that it's, you never thought that you would link, yeah. but it actually <laughs> comes around. Yeah, so um, we struggle with that uh, idea and concept once it hits us, but uh, maybe if there are other iterations, we will do it again, yeah. and maybe we will respond it to, uh, a little, a little mm-hmm. bit better, but as of now, yeah. yeah, we are working on it in a sense. I suppose yeah. like you'll be informed by the conversations that are happening currently. Yes. yes. You can't run away from them. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. But it's interesting that you said the Utama spaceship also means the first because like I totally forgot that yeah. Utama means like the first, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and also the idea of staking claim or chopping mm. mm. about how like Singapore reclaims land and this is like yeah. another form of reclamation in, yes. the, in a yes. very, very big way. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. So I guess it does seem very aspirational, very mm. lofty, very like... Um, almost like the pure final frontier mm. of human exploration, but there is always a dark underbelly to the sort of ambition, mm. yes. the sort of playfulness that we might have on stage. Yeah. But it actually does ring some very uncomfortable bells mm. sort of like <laughs> the past explorations, the past ideas of staking claim. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I've not watched the previous iteration, right? Mm-hmm. The one that was in the US and um, what I know of it is like what I can like imagine based yes. on the description that I read. Yes. So I definitely get a sense of the playfulness and the mm. discovery. And I don't know whether it's just me, but I feel like it's related to how you both are younger practitioners in the scene. Mm. Um, there's like a youthful <laughs> kind of spirit to the yeah. work. Mm. Um, I, I don't know, would you agree with that? Like, is there that kind of that sense of playfulness in the world? All the practitioners can be playful. <laughs> well. oh, yes, yeah. All the practitioners are very playful, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're taking that in our stride. Yes. The fact that we are younger, yeah. then yeah. we are like, then you know what? Then mm. we fail, mm-hmm. and then we try again. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we have the time and we have the space to fail. Hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> but also because we were ambitious mm. as well. We are ambitious with um, trying to bring space in the theatre because I think it's popular because no one has really thought about space in theatre, at least having, uh, having it in Singapore. And in the Singaporean context, so um, bringing it all together, trying to figure out, okay, how do you, how do you show anti gravity in, 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 in space? Uh, what are the what are the cheats, the devices, the theatrical devices they can play with? And the play isn't only happening in our acting, but it's also happening in the devices that we use. What are some things that you can use to show that? hey, look, we are in space. I guess it's also tying back to the whole like impetus anyway, right? Mm. The spaceship that falls over yeah. repeatedly. Yeah. I guess it's not about whether or not we're young or old or experienced or not, but the fact that Singap- Singaporeans or humans are just clumsy when it comes to the grand scheme of things, right? right? We're clumsy, we need like we need spacesuits to help us breathe. <laughs> we, need, we need a lot of things because we are fallible and we are mm. fragile. So mm. I think... The playfulness is not just about like having fun, yeah. but also falling yeah. and failing. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I just suddenly got I visualized this like um, supreme being looking at us and laughing at our clumsiness. Exactly. Oh, yes. exactly. Yeah. We get that a lot in this piece because yeah. it's so existential. We're like, God. <laughs> uh, what has yeah. the process been like? like ah. Frustrating. Mm. Yes. Definitely. 
how do you convey anti-gravity in gravity situations? Yeah. How and, do you... And drama seems to break down. Yeah, in like, like, like trying, to, trying to convey the sense of, the existential sense mm-hmm. that you have in space, the overview effect that astronauts may have. Mm-hmm. It's hard to convey that in a dramatic form where you have uh, uh, stakes for a character, you build it up and then, um, then you have a resolution. It's impossible to pack it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's impossible mm-hmm. to pack it in. And uh, we tried different ways. Um, previously, in our previous iteration, we wrote our script, and then we re- and then we realized that it wasn't going anywhere. It was too tragic. It seemed to be. It seemed. It, it didn't seem to to, to it, Although it was a heartfelt piece, it didn't seem to encompass a universe. Mm. So we had to backtrack. We had to U-turn, and then we had to say, okay, what's the imp- original impetus of the playfulness and because the playfulness contrasted with um, some of the existential experience that you have mm. actually makes it a lot a, a larger experience so it was frustrating trying to find that balance mm. yeah mm. It's, it's part of the frustration um, related to like limitations of budget or or scale. Uh. <laughs> Interesting you ask that because yeah. we can't all be Elon Musk's here. Yeah. Yeah. So no matter how much money we have, we cannot yeah. build like uh. a yeah, right? like a proper, proper yeah. like spaceship. Yeah. But it's not really about that either. It's very yeah. it's very like it's it's really going back to the roots of like uh, theater and play and imagination and fun, right? right? You you do get a sense of wonder. Yeah in child's play. Yeah. Mm. The same kind of wonder you get when you look up into the sky and you realise you can see the stars today. Mm. And it's about kind of finding that sweet spot, mm. which yes. I enjoy in this piece. It's about finding those resonances that you're like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at stars and they look like sand grains, mm. almost like the sands of the Utama story, mm-hmm. the white sands. And it's about finding these kinds of parallels that you hope people will receive in the same way mm. that that they hear stories from long ago yeah. and those stories give them comfort maybe or make them think, okay, I belong here, I belong on this land, I, I belong to a community and, and they register it as part of their own identity, mm-hmm. I guess. It's about putting it out there and having people say, I know what you're trying to do and you don't have to do it or say it in full, but I accept that as part of the play, right. yes. the, the exchange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's it like to be part of um, the M1 Singapore Fringe platform? It's, uh, it's been really exciting. I think the support that we've been given has been really... Um, it's, really it's really been heartening. Yeah, having like uh, have someone check in on you and say, hey, how are you doing? And I say, yeah, we're doing okay. Let yeah. us know if you need anything. Like, yeah. so helpful and so... Like, they, they, they put a lot of faith in mm. the work and the idea. And it's not just the fringe, it's like from members of the community, right? Yeah. Everyone is just like, hey, I want to catch the show. Mm. If you need any help, let me know. I want to catch your previews. I want to give you feedback. Mm. And that has been so comforting and yeah. so nice. It's almost like everybody is preparing to go to space together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the Fresh Blood podcast, right? Mm-hmm. I also wanted to talk about like, how do you think like Space Bar Theatre, what are you both um, concerned with mm. and how do, you see, how do you see the industry at this moment and your place in it? I think Space Bar Theatre 
the nominal name for us, the nominal term for us is a collective. Mm. But we are, we are not looking to expand into like a, a group of like say 15 or mm. 20 people under one name. We are looking to um, be a very portable, lightweight uh, theatre node because that's what we call ourselves, a theatre node. And uh, we say that because we, we want to find a niche in um, the intersections between technology and theatre and we want to share it with the different collectives that are out there because there are many collectives out there already and I'm sure each collective have their different niche yeah. and we are looking towards um, trying to share what we know, what we have in our research about science, technology, uh, nuclear war uh, and about outer space with people um, who are looking at uh, vastly different things uh, about uh, looking at Singaporean canon for example yeah. So um, that is one thing that we as Space Bar Theatre, we are looking to do as well. Mm -hmm. Collaborations that, uh, that may not seem intuitive at first, but the more you think about it, the more it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Also because Eugene and I, we do write, yeah. we, we mm -hmm. write like reviews and, and we, are, we do have a background in research. Mm -hmm. So the practice is not just informed by drama or, or uh, theatre in the traditional sense but by ways of breaking down these hierarchies of like okay the, the artist puts out a work the reviewer comments hmm. the scholar writes a paper assessing yeah. it or, or not but yeah. having all of those elements blend together so mm -hmm. like I mentioned in for the Utama spaceship it's really starting from a point of research hmm. and then developing that but we have also kind of like constantly reviewed the work internally we have written about the work before mm. while it was still happening so it's about merging these kind of methods and also bringing that to different collectives and different groups which we have done mm -hmm. in, 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 in the capacity of like uh, an external eye and in-house critic so mm. we're very interested in those kind of intersections and that node right. yeah. that's happening yeah. Yeah. a node <laughs> in a network right. yeah so yeah. we're just one node yeah, we are not aiming to be an entire <laughs> network in, in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of uh, tied into your like, multi-universe. Well, not multi-universe, <laughs> but you know that like, we are one solar system, but yeah. there could yeah. be many others. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the exciting part. Yeah. yeah. Can we end this um, interview by mm. giving me three words that you think describes your, your performance? Show. <laughs> Timelessness. Hmm. Who is thinking? I'm thinking hard. so hard. Um, <laughs> wonder. And one last one. One last one. The wacky. <laughs> the wacky. The wacky. The yeah. wacky. Let's just pretend that was one word, okay? Yeah. Wacky. Okay, wacky. Wacky. Okay. Without the. On 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 that note, uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, thank you. And, uh, thank you. I'm very excited to hear about the show. It's not my time to catch a show. Maybe it will, there will be another one. Hopefully. That's Hopefully. Why. Everything happens for a reason. Indeed. Yes. yes. Indeed. Okay. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. Bye-bye.